This is 21st Century Women podcast where we hear from fabulous women doing interesting things and the goal is to celebrate their unique story while getting a little dose of inspiration ourselves. I'm your host Jenna Watts and you're listening to episode number 98 with Melissa Spilstead, founder and creator of Hypnobirthing Australia. Very excited to have you on the podcast. Welcome Melissa to 21st Century Women. Thank you so much for having me as your guest. Melissa, I have done a two-day course of hypnobirthing uh, before I had my first one and often I got asked that hypnobirthing or it was perceived as a bit kooky, a bit alternate, everyone thought I was having a water birth in its simplest form, just so everyone can get an understanding before we go into it all, what is hypnobirthing? <laughs> yeah, I know. So many people mistake it. They call it um hydrobirthing you know they, they think it's hydrobirthing or something like that but no hypnobirthing I say is just a fancy word for a positive birth so the word hypnobirthing is a generic term which um, it's used to describe using hypnosis with birth but it's really expanded since that simplistic you know kind of definition it's a really comprehensive childbirth education course and there are different hypnobirthing courses but we are hypnobirthing australia which is australia's leading childbirth education course and also leading hypnobirthing course so yeah we're we're really we're really proud of what we've all achieved there's over 200 of us around australia teaching classes so one of our practitioners would have taught you and um and they're also our classes are taught in hospitals and in private clinics as well and by webinars and we're online so we we had a goal to make childbirth education that's evidence-based that's non-biased, that's positive, not fear-mongering, positive and engaging and modern. And we, our goal was to make that more accessible to more parents around Australia. So it's really cool that we're, you know, we're actually reaching that goal. It is really cool and it is really interesting stuff. So anyone interested or thinking about hypnobirthing or have never heard of it until this podcast, what are some of the benefits? You talk about positive and reducing the fear. What are the benefits if you were to do hypnobirthing? Oh, the benefits are amazing. So there, we actually have evidence showing that it, it literally reduces your chances of having interventions. So it reduces your chance of having a caesarean or um, even being induced or pain relief. Um, it increases satisfaction. So maternal satisfaction, that's us, the mums, <laughs> that like we can actually enjoy birth. I know, I know that there's going to be some of your listeners going, yeah, right. <laughs> Because don't worry, I get this eye roll all the time, but I've been doing this for a while, so I'm used to the eye roll. And what I have to say to you is get over the eye roll and open up your mind because birth can actually be just transformational. It can be positive, and that goes for all types of births. And it should be. It should be positive and it should be transformational because it's the birthing of the mother and it is a very special time in your life. So, yeah, the benefits are fantastic. And the caregivers, I didn't even mention them, they love hypnobirthing because um, I've had obstetricians say to me, oh, yeah, I, I love it when the mums who do your course come in because it's less work for me. Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're really self-sufficient, you know. We just, we're cool, we're calm, we know our stuff, we, we can make really informed decisions along the way. 
Um, it's just I can't think of any other way of giving birth other than this way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How effective is hypnobirthing? Effective as in what way? Well, Effect- effective yeah. in people's experience or people, I mean, there's probably quite a few, you'd have clients throughout throughout Australia who have, may have had one or two babies and had birth and then done hypnobirthing and their experience, would you, would, I've, I've heard that they would say that having the hypnobirthing tools yeah. made their pregnancy, like you say, more enjoyable, all of those things and they wish they had the tools for their first one or second um yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely and we do get that all the time people who have been there before and then they come they do it the hypnobirthing australia way which is very different but it makes sense and that's what they say they just go why didn't i just do this the first time um but i always say to them you know what you can you you made decisions for your first birth your second birth etc you made the best decisions that you could with the circumstances that you had at the time and with the knowledge and tools that you had and support that you had at the time but as Oprah Winfrey says <laughs> I think it's her quote I listened to a podcast of hers years ago and there was a quote she lives by and it's when you know better you do better and I really love that like that resonates with me when you know better you do better. And so I just think that's how how it can be very effective. When you have the knowledge, when you have the tools, when you have the support and the preparation, just as you prepare for any major event in your life, you prepare for birth. And when you have all of those components, I think it can be super, super effective. I don't just think, I know, because we obviously, you know, we do, we get surveys for the people who attend our classes and we get just the most amazing rave, rave reviews. You've only got to go to the hypnobirthingaustralia.com.au website and there are literally hundreds of positive birth stories there for anyone to read. Just read them, be inspired. So very effective but really as effective as you want it to be. Because if you're going to go into a birth like a negative Nelly and be expecting problems, you know, it's like life, isn't it? It's Birth is like life. And if you expect the worst and you are closing yourself off to everything else and you are scared and you are fearful, then what do you expect? really you you tend to get what you expect a lot of the time in life whereas when you prepare um, both your mindset and your body to have a really healthy pregnancy and a healthy birth mind and body and you have tools to stay calm and you have good support around you you've got a good team of medical professionals as well as your birth partner and you prepare you know you actually spend time preparing both your mind and your body, then you're going to be very motivated to actually get what you're focusing on. So if you're focusing on a positive and empowered birth experience, then the likeliness of you having that positive and empowered birth experience is greatly increased. But if you came along to one of our classes or you did the online course or whatever and you just thought, oh, this is all rubbish, you know, this is all woo-woo, 
but you still listen to it, but you honestly didn't take anything on board, then it's not going to be effective at all. You've just wasted your money. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I find it, I found it really interesting and you're now going into my second, um, second birth the first one there was a lot of opinions projected onto me you know and I would mention that I'm doing hypnobirthing or I've done hypnobirthing and how positively I spoke about it um, going into my first birth and often you'd hear oh don't be ridiculous you can't plan for these things and people projecting their opinions and their thoughts which I get and part of the part of the hypnobirthing is People will project and want to and there was times where you know I just don't want to hear about it I, I feel really good about it where I'm going with this is hypnobirthing experience for me was amazing. I thought the tools it gave me, I was not scared. I was excited to go into childbirth and it was my first. There was a bit of the unknown, all of those things. I felt really good about it. My partner, my husband was 110% on board. He felt empowered throughout the, throughout the whole the whole entire process. Um I genuinely, Melissa, I genuinely expected I would breathe, breathe this baby out. Like I was, I've got this. And if I'm honest, it didn't go to plan. It didn't. But what I, and I had a really long labor, went for 42 hours. There was lots of interventions. I did end up having it naturally. Well, I didn't have a seizure. Let's just say that. So you had a bit of natural help. But that's why. Yeah. yeah. But I can say. 100% but what I can say is people go oh well you didn't it didn't go to plan I said yeah but I had the tools and for me to go through all of that the hypnobirthing tools I was so calm I was relaxed I wasn't bothered when things changed or they said you know yes you wanted this but you can't we have to do this I was okay with it and that was part of the hypnobirthing too was it gave me the tools I still was positive all of the fundamental stuff which I learned through hypnobirthing even when it didn't go to what I wanted my plan to be it was still hugely positive which you know you go from a you know an intense really long labor lots of interventions this time around I'm even more excited because I still have those tools and I'm still really positive and I'm really excited to do it my way and I really think that will happen so I think my point is a lot of people go oh there's no intervention there's no plan even if there's there you know it doesn't go to plan hypnobirthing gives you so many tools that just give you such a good headspace or mindset and it allows your partner or your birthing partner your husband whoever to feel empowered and be part of it as well so I think that was my one over story but there's so many positives that come out of it um, that, that aren't just you know let's breathe this baby out right absolutely I couldn't have said that better myself <laughs> you know you're experience really that is what our program's all about and this is why I was so passionate about writing our program not all not all childbirth education programs are the same um, but something that which is I believe quite unique about our program and probably the secret source of our effectiveness is that we truly do prepare for all types of births So it's not just a natural birth. Our focus is on a positive birth because we live in the best of times. We live in times where we've got this amazing medical care there as a backup for us should we need it. So if ever there was a time in history where we truly could go into birth without that fear, it's now. 
So I'm really, oh, it just, it warms my heart, Jenna, to hear you say that because that's exactly the goal of this program is that we feel empowered regardless of how the birth turns out. But you still had a really positive birth and you did still have a vaginal birth. And so you actually did really well. I don't know all the specifics of your um, of your birth, but 42 hours sounds like it was a bit of a marathon. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, isn't it a testament, though, to your preparation that you were able to be cool and calm when making those decisions? And, you know, uh, there's another component of this, uh, of birth, that people sometimes, funnily enough, forget. And that is the baby's experience of birth. And so whilst you were calm, even though, yes, there were some special circumstances along the way, but because you were calm, you can st- you continue to um, send the oxygen through to your baby. And so your baby was better off because you were well prepared and had those tools and the support, etc. So you did the best you could with the circumstances that you had. And so you had a positive and empowered birth and you are a hypnobirthing star. (laughs) Why, thank you. Where does the fear come from when it comes to birth? You hear it all the time, all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, it doesn't come from podcasts like this. (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. No, but it does come from the media. Yeah. And um, sometimes the media, I, I had a background way back before before childbirth education days. Uh, I, I actually have a drama degree as well. So I was involved, you know, media <laughs> and you know, movies and things like that and um, a little bit of advertising. I, I kind of saw how it all worked. And let me tell you, a hypnobirth is not primetime TV. It's like watching paint dry. <laughs> it's just not interesting enough because you see hypnobirthing mums and they're they're so calm and you know you've got your aromatherapy going and you've got your partner maybe giving you a massage and you might have some cracks going on in the background or some nice music and little LED candles around you. It's a really beautiful calm atmosphere, but it's not. Um, it's not dramatic. So um, I think when it's depicted, when birth is depicted in the movies and in the media and series and things like that, it's often an emergency situation. There's a, there's a saying about birth, and I forget who it's from, but it's from a famous birth ad- advocate from throughout the world, and she she described, she said, birth is not an emergency, it's, it's an emergence. I love that. That's really what it is. It's an emergence of life from one human to another. It's a miracle. So it it doesn't have to always be depicted as this emergency situation. If we lived in a tribe in Africa, we would have seen our mother or our aunt or our sister giving birth and it wouldn't have been with all of the drama that it's, you know, that often shows. Not that I want to be giving birth on a mat in a hut in Africa. I'm very happy to be giving birth with our wonderful care here in Australia but I'm just saying, if we if we did grow up in such a way, that's our depiction of birth would actually be a lot calmer than it is here. 
but how many of us actually see a real birth before we give birth ourselves? You know, there's many of us. So our only idea, yeah, our only idea of what birth is going to be like is what we see in the movies or, you know, hear. And another big issue, another cause of the fear is the stories that we're told. And we're told stories. Some of us were conditioned from when we're children. We may have heard stories, negative stories about birth, about our own birth from our mothers, from, you know, from our aunts, from our grandmothers, etc. But um, and then we get the stories from our friends and especially when we're first time mums, people will always ask you, they'll say, oh, is it your first? And they wait for an answer. And then as soon as you say yes, then they come in with all this advice, you know, about the worst possible scenarios. And it's like they want to see the fear in your eyes, you know. So um, it's funny, you're probably finding, you know, when you go on in your second time or third time and they ask, is it your first, you know, if you haven't got your other children with you, um, and you say, oh, no, you know, it's my seventh. Oh, that's what I used to say. No, 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 it's my seventh. That would shut them up because you don't get all that, you know, all that negativity. But for some reason women have passed, they feel the need to pass on these really traumatic stories to, of all people, a pregnant woman, which just continues this cycle of fear that they know no better. And when you know better, you do better. So hypnobirthing mamas don't do that. They go out and make a podcast about positive birth. Well, it's funny you say that. I have not heard one negative, one suggestion, anything around this birth because it's not my first. That's okay. it. There's, I mean, often we hear, and part of this fear is we hear all these big words and horrible, and like you said, all these horrible stories. And there's a lot of emotive language that goes in and around a natural birth. Um, I know that I hear it as well. Um, And it's that whole, what you're saying from the Oprah, you don't know what you don't know, or you can't, what was it? You can't do when you don't know better. What you know better, you do better. What you know better, you do better. Yeah. And so obviously there's a, and we, we, like you said, we don't see women giving birth. There's a lot of this. We actually just don't know. And so when you've got experts telling you who you do trust, you obviously can, you know, you do trust them and you sort of go by them. Is there a bias to C-sections and other interventions in big hospitals today because of just the sheer volume of people? Well, there could be. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're all human, aren't we? We all, we're all human and so um, as humans we can be biased. We are all biased in some ways as much as we may feel that we're not. But um, facts of the matter are that um, cesarean, the caesarean rate is a lot higher in particular hospitals than others and it's um, generally higher in private hospitals than it is public hospitals. And we have seen a reduction in caesareans, quite substantial reduction in caesarean births in a major hospital in Western Australia, which a a year ago they exclusively started using the Hypnobirthing Australia programs. So we have programs for positive birth, our positive birth program, our Indigenous program and our positive caesarean birth program. So, yeah, we and that's all they run as their antenatal classes. 
And then they they actually collected data from a year of running just our classes in their hospital, a major hospital in Western Australia, and it reduced the cesarean rate substantially as well as other interventions. It was so impressive that the Western Australia Country Health Service, which is 18 other hospitals, then took our course on board. So now our course is run over a third of Australia <laughs> just through, yeah. So obviously childbirth education can also make a huge difference. And there was a study actually that came out in 2016 by Dr. Kate Levitt, and it was a complementary therapies in labour and birth. And, and I've worked very closely with Kate, so she's, she's an amazing woman. Um, and she found that childbirth education, which covers all the things that we cover, basically, it showed that it reduced in her study the caesarean rate by nearly half. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's yeah. Impressive. But even if there are cesareans and they are unplanned and there's emergency cesareans, you do provide. Hypnobirthing Australia provides the tools. So, for example, if that was me giving birth to my first and things did turn and I had to have a Caesar, I had the tools there. I had a little thing going, okay, if this happens, this is yeah. how I'm going to be okay with it. And you, you gave us the tools. So you're not saying anything is wrong or right. It's just about creating a positive mindset or space for you know the, the you know I'm gonna say just mum but everyone involved whoever's involved whether that's a Caesar or a natural is that right yeah it is and I have a very very strong belief that babies know the safest route out I've always said that so sometimes you know and even though the mum has been she's really done everything in her power to prepare for a natural birth and, and one thing comes in and another and another. And I really, I really believe babies know the safest route out. We just have to do our part in the preparation, prepare as best you can and give your baby the safest, calmest, most beautiful entry into the world. I could see what was happening years ago with cesarean births. And when, you're, when you know you have to have a cesarean, Going in for major abdominal surgery, I can understand that women would be very fearful. You know, if ever there's a time, it's then. And, and I just thought I couldn't believe that there was no preparation for women who knew that they needed a cesarean for the safe delivery of their baby. So I wrote a course for it and I started teaching it and I found out that it was actually a world first, would you believe? Melissa spills. Ravina, I just I was blown away when I was be, being contacted by these you know pretty well known um, people throughout the world in the birthing community, and they're saying, "What are you doing? What is this? This is this is fantastic. We want to be doing this." So yeah, so that's our positive cesarean birth course, which has been around for a number of years now, and is now also taught in some hospitals. I'm very proud of that. We're all about positive birth, but we also want to make sure that um, a positive birth is we want to know that we did make the right decisions along the way um, and that we haven't had other people's bias change the course of our birth unnecessarily, obviously, because otherwise it would be very, very disempowering, wouldn't it, to think that 
um, perhaps you could have avoided a cesarean, which requires so much recovery too, six weeks of recovery, not being able to lift up your baby straight away. Like there's a, there's a lot of, yeah, it's it's hard. There's a lot of challenges with having a cesarean. Even so if we can of, evolve. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of challenges and going through birth. Look, my one experience so far was that, you know, you think that in the moment you'll be in a space and a, you'll be able to make a call or you'll be able to. And let's face it. A, I didn't need to or it didn't have to be in the end because we did hypnobirthing. Everything was they put on my husband. Everything was given to him. He was empowered with all the decisions. He was the mediator between everything. Where I'm going with this is what, how important is it to have a supportive birth partner on board with your hypnobirthing plans? Because to do it alone, it's, you can't, right? You need them to be on board. Oh, well, we're, it's such a vulnerable time for a woman to give birth. And for us to truly be able to have the sort of birth that we're talking about, um, we need to be able to shut off our neocortex and just be able to utilise that primal part of our brain, um, which is actually interrupted by stimulation of the neocortex. We need to turn off the thinking, the rational brain and turn on our, you know, turn on that um, the switch for our monkey brain or the lizard brain or whatever you want to call it. So in order for us to just go with our lizard brain, we need our partner there who can be our neocortex, who can discuss things, who can hand the birth preferences, who can, um, if they need to know whether you're allergic to anything or what blood type you are, who can easily answer that. Um, There's going to be times maybe during the birth where the mum will need to talk and that's fine, you know, but we don't want the mum unnecessarily interrupted and her neocortex unnecessarily stimulated. So when the neocortex is switched off, uh, we're able to um, avoid um, sometimes a cascade of interventions because what happens is it um, we can we can be really calm and with the the oxytocin and the endorphins and other hormones can flow and make our birth a lot easier. And also it can avoid us going into that fight or flight response. You may have heard of that, fight, flight, freeze and appease. So we want to avoid going into that sort of, you know, response because what happens is the blood, when we are fearful, when we are scared, when we are stressed, when we feel under threat, the blood is directed away from any non-essential parts of our body. And the uterus is considered non-essential. It doesn't get you away from a saber-toothed tiger. So if we are tense and fearful, then the blood is being directed away from our uterus and away from our baby. So we don't want that. So our birth partners help us to be able to help everything to flow. If you don't have a birth partner, though, like there are doulas. Doulas are wonderful. Um, And if you can't have a doula, then there are often student midwives who would be very, very happy to support you. Um, or your or your mother or sister or friend, but if you're if you're using the Hypnobirthing Australia program, we always say whoever's in that room with you as your support, and you want them to be on board with you. So they need to know, and, and you would have found this with your partner during your birth. Like they they know about the techniques, they know about the tools, they're using the language, and it's so wonderful. It just allows you to sink into your place, and you know that 
they've got it sorted. So you don't want someone coming into the birth to be a support partner who has a very different philosophy of birthing. You know, like mother, I've been at births where the mum suddenly walked in the room and said, oh, for God's sake, just get an epidural, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And the the mum has been going so well. (laughs) Yeah. So in that state, for example, I was about to ask, if you get into that, you know, if you fly it, there's a tiger tooth and your brain starts to think of other options or you just you just mm. you know you go off for a moment how do you bring yourself back or you get the mother or the mother-in-law coming in and you know, unannounced <laughs> yeah. and unwelcomed and they're coming in how do you get back to being in that headspace you're in or the oh, and that is yeah and look there that is when the power of hypnobirthing really comes into play and I've been in this situation myself I remember in one of my births I just started to lose it Things started going down a downward spiral. My husband had to leave to go and move the car of all things, you know, because he was in the emergency bay. I had a change of shift with midwives at that time. So I really liked the first midwife and now I had a stranger in the room and my husband there and and it was getting more and more intense and I'm just I'm just thinking I'm going to lose it. I'm going to become one of those screaming women. It's coming. And then I, I actually... T- I talked, I gave a good talking to myself and I just said, Melissa, use your tools. And I was arguing with myself. It's like, what? You know, what's here to help me? It's like, Melissa, just use your tools. Go back to your tools. And it's because we practice our tools so much. We listen to our affirmations and we listen to our to our um, hypnosis tracks. And, you know, we we actually have all these amazing tools that we've conditioned ourselves to use when we need them. So I used one of my hypnosis tools. Well, not mine, you know, it's been used. Hypnosis, relaxation, breathing, all these things we teach in the class, they've all been used for thousands of years by women. They just may have been called something different, that's all. It's just that we've brought it all together in one course so it's nice and easy and packaged together and so it's not confusing, you know. But I just utilised, I tapped into that power and the tools that I believe women have been using for thousands of years and that gave me the strength to pull myself back out of the nosedive. And it did and I had the most amazing, beautiful, beautiful birth you know, and it had had its challenges and I had big babies and I was 11 days past the estimated due date for every one of them. So I was put under pressure and, you know, they were, they were, I'm not saying it was a perfect, you know, I never had the perfect situation for my births. So and it really annoys me. Can I just, can I tell you one <laughs> Yeah, go for it. <laughs> all right, all right. One of my beefs in life is when you have a really good birth and then people say you are lucky. Jeez, that cheeses me off because it wasn't luck. I worked. I worked really hard to prepare myself for birth. I wasn't one of those women saying, oh, I'll wing it. Oh, I'll just go to the hospital. You know, they do this every day. They'll tell me what to do. No. I wasn't one of those women. I I actually prepared. I built up my knowledge. I did my reading and everything. 
I saw a hypnotherapist actually because they didn't have the hypnobirthing Australia course back then. <laughs> so I went and saw a hypnotherapist and I learned the skills through a hypnotherapist. I conditioned myself. I made my own recordings because we didn't have recordings then, so I had to make my own and I listened to those. Um, my, I really got my husband on board and he knew what his role was. I prepared. I spent hours and hours and hours preparing for these births. So it wasn't luck. You know, there's there's another saying that I love, and that is luck is when preparation meets opportunity. And that's what it was. Yes, I had the opportunity to have a natural birth or three, and I'm I feel very blessed for that. But I prepared and that made me more likely, you know? So, yeah. What about partners? So, I mean, I found in my experience, my husband came on the course and he, look, he was, how do I say it? Not 75% there, but he didn't quite get it because again, he'd never experienced it. It wasn't until he was in the room and it was all happening and he's going, oh my goodness. Okay. Thank God I've got all this. And he started to, you know, tune into what, what, what did she say again? Um, but our, our labor, it was long and it had all its, you know, challenges as it did. And he had a couple of moments where he just needed to leave the room, have a moment, whether it was a cry or a holy shit, what's going on? What's advice to them? Is it the same thing for the mum? Is it, okay, what tools, you know, come back? But in his defense, it was, it's like when something happens to you, you're in control and I can, you know, bring myself and, and you know, you just know I'm okay, I'm safe, I'm all of these things. But for my husband, he's thinking, this is, you know, what is going on? This is my wife. I can't do anything about it. I can't help. He felt completely, just completely helpless. What's some advice for them, but birth partners, husbands, selfishly, my husband, if and when yeah. that was to happen again, or if you know, he gets scared. I mean, now he knows he's a little bit more frightened this time around. Oh, uh, he it sounds like he just did a wonderful job. Oh, amazing. And you know, I can remember turning to my husband after each of my births and just going, Thank you. He was probably thinking, geez, I've done nothing. You've just, you know, you've just had a human body come out of your body. <laughs> but it was his his presence and his support and knowing that he had my back, um, his familiarity. Like you want someone there who you're familiar with, especially if you're birthing in a hospital. It's an unfamiliar environment for most of us. So to have your partner there, that's home. That feels right. Um, it actually sounds like he did an amazing job as a partner and yeah and he was prepared because he he did the two-day course with you so he would have had his birth partner's cheat sheet I'm sure which you know and we always we have this little cheat sheet in in the class for the partners so that they just have a list of what to expect and a reminder of the techniques and some prompts and you know just a few things like that I, I think it would be a lot more stressful for partners who didn't have anything, who didn't have that preparation and didn't have any tools because partners they love us and they, they want to help us. And this way they actually have some ways that they can help, help yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. We're running out of time. I could sit here for the next hour and keep asking you questions. 
what is some advice for for me, for any other mum, you know, who has time to, I guess, look at their birth plan or what that looks like? What's some advice for them coming into their, or even if they're pregnant, wanting to be pregnant, um, you know, and birth could be on the cards for them soon or for others sooner? Yeah. My advice is focus on what you want like you do in anything in life if you were if you were starting a business would you go and interview everyone you knew who had a failed business before you started yours you know you wouldn't would you you'd go around and you'd speak to your friends and you know that people you knew who had successful businesses because you would want to draw on their energy their enthusiasm their wisdom and that would help you in your journey. That's what I did when I started my business. You know, I, I went to my friends who I knew had successful businesses. Um, so it's the same for birth. Surround yourself with people, with stories for this type of birth that you want. Get excited about it. It's okay. I, Melissa Spilstead, give you permission to be excited <laughs> about it. You didn't need my permission, but I want you to be excited because just to grow a baby is just such an amazing miracle that you're part of. You're doing the most important job on earth. So feel the joy. And I know sometimes it's hard to feel the joy if you've got morning sickness and things like that. I had all that too. I know, right? But just bring yourself back and focus on the big picture and always focus on what you want. So that's my advice. Live the joy, focus on what you want. Oh, and do a hypnobirthing Australia course. <laughs> Absolutely. And be and do it do it one hundred with one hundred and ten percent of you, you know, not skept don't come in skeptical, don't come in, you know, squeezing at the word affirmation. Just come in with an open mind, come in with curiosity and um that's my, that would be my advice. <laughs> Which I don't yeah, think I'm and as you probably find it sorry you probably find that it's much more logical than you ever realized the name itself the word can turn people off it's actually quite scientific based yeah yeah 100% um and we get final couple of questions on 21st century women and one is a book or a podcast that you would recommend i think that i'm guessing there's a um, few oh there are so to narrow it down um, well, if you're pregnant or looking to become pregnant, Australian Birth Stories podcast is awesome. Um, so by Sophie Walker, I really recommend that. Um, book would be Gentle Birth, Gentle Mothering by Sarah Buckley. Uh, that is an awesome book. And she is an Aussie Kiwi, um, amazing uh, doctor from here, but she's a world expert in the hormones of birthing. Yeah. Is that what you asked? Yep. And then lastly, a quote that you live by or one that inspires you. You've mentioned a couple, but is there another one? I think I've used up all my good ones. So let's just finish with when you know better, you do Do better. better. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Melissa. And I encourage everybody to jump online, jump on social media and uh, and just simply find out more. Um, Like we said, it is take away the if you if you're worried, look at it as just a positive, um, positive birth, because um, look, I can say that from experience. That's what I found. It's brilliant stuff, brilliant content and a credit to you. Thanks, Melissa.
Thank you so much. I should probably say thanks on behalf of Australia, all the women out there that have used your content and your course because I'm sure there's a lot out there going, oh, my goodness, thank God for her. So thank well, you to you and the entire I team. Very, uh, I, I feel blessed. Sometimes I receive a little message from people, you know, in all different parts of Australia and different parts of the world and they say, you were at my birth, you know, I, I received... I'll show you. I, I just received this um, yesterday. I don't know. I get, you know, there's so many um, different ways that people, oh, here we go. So this is this is from a lady yesterday and she just said, thank you. Um, my, I birthed my baby on May 1st with no pain relief, about eight and a half hours active labour. Um, my husband felt equipped and responsible I didn't think I'd be that this calm. It's not my personality. I was amazed at my <laughs> state of mind. A big thank you to continue to empower families to turn back the old ways of bringing life into the world. And then oh, she wow. sent me this photo. I don't know if you can see it. It's um, oh, I'm sure wow. you can see the baby looking up at her yeah. mama. Oh, isn't that just That's so special? I know, it's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so beautiful when I receive messages like that. It really tops me up and it, it keeps me very motivated to, yeah, to keep spreading the word of positive birth.